Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yannier Molina. With special reports from Cardinals Camp and the D.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, this is Sports Open Line on KMOX. I got Chris Ranji and Amy Marks, course, in. Kevin Wheeler with you here on KMOX on a Tuesday night. Uh, one more little bit of baseball here, and then I want to jump into the, the Deshaun Watson story because I haven't had a chance to get into that, and that has, like, we're not going to get to all the layers, but it's got a lot of layers to that story. Uh, some of them football, some of them not. I don't really want to get into the football ones because I think that's easy because he's good, right? He's a good football player. Uh, we don't need to really worry about that part. It's the other parts that are interesting. But before we did that, I wanted to kind of look at the National League for a second because we're only two weeks away from opening day now, two weeks and two days away from opening day, which, by the way, I want to remind everybody, Kegs and Eggs is coming up on opening day. April um, 7th. April 7th. It's going to be on 7th Street, right there between, uh, well, it's, it's where the Walnut. old Mike it's where the old Mike yeah. Shannon's restaurant used to be. Uh, we got the street cordoned off. We've got, here's the thing, we got we got barbecue. Mm-hmm. Right, we got my one of my favorite, by the way, too, Sugar Fire is one of my favorites in town. So Sugar Fire Barbecue. We got booze, we got music, we got all the KMOX folks there. We've got our own bathrooms, so you don't have to like hunt for bathrooms downtown. You got private bathrooms there, the whole deal, and it's all for like one cost. So you just go to KMOX.com and so get your tickets. This is open to the public? Yes. You have to is buy this, tickets. Is this open to the Ronge? No. Oh. Probably Nobody for told me extra, about this. I'll probably try to get for you. extra, you know, money, maybe a premium I mean, you could, you could go online and buy a ticket. You can. Oh, I could. Because yeah. if you look at the website, kmox.com slash events, you buy tickets. It says there'll be appearances by local celebrities in quotes. Oh. But the celebrities is in quotes. I yeah, think that that's means for us. me. Yeah. A lot I think of, that's all of us. A lot of E-list celebrities. <laughs> well, yeah, the, yeah. That's us. Oh, I uh, love no, that. They're, they're, usually, like, sometimes, uh, sometimes, like, Bill DeWitt Jr. will stop by... Um, other f- like famous St. Louisans have stopped by in the past when they're in for opening day. So you just don't know in advance necessarily, but that really, you know, that part's a draw, but the fun thing is it's opening day mm-hmm. and it's a big party. We've got music and food and booze and you're right across the street from the I'll, stadium. I'll be there if I'm invited. So, this is my first kegs and eggs. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, we haven't had it the last two years yeah. and this goes back. I think it started when, when I was here the first time, like years and years ago, and it's always been a huge hit. It's fantastic. I like both of those things. I know. Kegs and eggs. Yes. Yeah. yeah it is yeah. the best. Hey, one other baseball thing real quick. Or were you done with the baseball thing? I, I was going to bring up something, but you can go first. Uh, I'm so fascinated by the arbitration process. A- and so John Heyman, Odyssey Baseball Insider, reports that Chris Bassett, the pitcher, you know, who's newly acquired by the Mets, they couldn't reach an agreement. So now he's going to go to arbitration. Right. So 
The arbitration process is, for people who don't know, like basically both sides are in a room and the team that just acquired you in this case uh, is going to tell the other side, the arbitrator, why they don't think he's worth what he wants to get paid. Why they should pay you less than what you want. We love you. We just picked you up, but now we don't really think we should pay you and here's why. It, that is that to me is a real of of all the arbitration cases. That's mm. really fascinating because they just literally got him, and now yeah. they got to now they got to tell him to his face why they think he sucks. Yeah, not that's not that he sucks. It's that you're not worth what you no, want. You're worth say, more what we want. That's how it you, works. you stink. Because normally it's like the difference of like sometimes it's only like eight hundred thousand dollar difference, or you know in some cases maybe a million dollars. So what they're saying is we think you're worth four million, not five million. They're it, not saying you suck. And they say you stink. It's kind of they like... They say, well... <laughs> but they are making a case against you, which is yes. an interesting dynamic, and they're doing it to your face. Right. Because you're there in the room. It's and like then, couples therapy, where you're sitting there, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, yeah. listen, you're a great guy. You really are. I mean, I married but you. you. There's a reason. you got to start putting your laundry well, away. In this, in this case, this is like having the wedding... Walking down the aisle, everybody's throwing rice or releasing birds or whatever they do, <laughs> and, and then you go the- straight to therapy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is horrible. You just keep walking the carpet yeah. leads right to the front door. He's probably yeah. thinking, I, I thought you guys liked me. Yeah. Now you're going to tell me why you don't want to pay me? In the, in the Cardinals' case, by the way, they reached deals, so they, they skipped arbitration. They agreed to contracts. With Jack Flaherty, Giovanni Gallegos, Jordan Hicks, Dakota Hudson, and Alex Reyes. So they will not have to be told that they're not worth what they think they are. They have agreed to deals with the Cardinals. I think Flaherty's was $5 million, $5.1 million, something like that. Uh, which, by the way, was exactly what the projections were on MLB trade rumors. So, you know, he got exactly what was projected by a neutral third out part, outside, a neutral third party on the outside. The two guys that did not come to agreement, so they will have to go to hearings, Harrison Bader and Tyler O'Neill. Hmm. Interesting. That is interesting, especially since O'Neill's had such a breakout year. It's a fascinating yeah. like, and I wonder if that's why because, because it's one year. Be, well, no, but, but also because that that really gives his side a case, right? Sure. Like if you're on his side, if I, if I represent Tyler O'Neill, I literally have a winning case across the board. I got huge numbers. I got a guy that not only put up statistics, but when you look at Statcast data, one of the fastest runners in the league mm-hmm. hits the ball harder than everybody else in the league. Won a Gold Glove. I mean, like. How would you not want to make that case in arbitration? Well, of course. And then if you're the team on the other side, you're going to make the argument that, well, that's the only year you've done that. Right. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. I, I I, personally, if I'm a player, would hate to go through this process. Yeah. This I would is, hate it. This is kind of a joke, but also not a joke because I'm very focused on on academics and I always gave my best. If I were going into arbitration, I would have a PowerPoint presentation of why. <laughs> oh, they do. Why? Yeah. Okay, Not so the player, though. The agent does it, it for has them. the whole PowerPoint presentation, and, and you, you you walk through the slides. So as you can see, mm-hmm. clearly, yeah. I'm worth that 800, extra $800,000. And a lot of it is about comps, too. Like, they try to find comparable players. Right. Similar service times, similar stats, that kind of stuff, and they'll say, well, that guy got... Six million, and I'm only asking for five point five. So clearly, I should be right, and that's kind of how it goes. Uh, just go to your baseball reference page and find <laughs> the comps at the end. Yeah, that's it. That's all you got to do. Who you're most similar to, uh, and then a whole bunch of dudes had their contracts renewed. So those are people that aren't advanced enough to get to arbitration. 
Um, you can negotiate with the team and try to get a little bit more. And sometimes the team will offer you a little bit more than the minimum, but they can they can renew your contract at whatever they want. And that's want. your first three years. Right. Yep. That's before you, most cases, unless you're yep. super two. Uh, and in one of them, like they all of these guys agreed to terms, except, so it's, it's, and it's like 25 guys. 20, yeah, looks like it's 18, 20 guys. The only one that didn't, though, was Dylan Carlson. So the Cardinals had to renew his contract forcibly. It's not forcibly. That's terrible. That's the wrong yeah, way to put it. Yeah. But they, they, he, he did not agree. Illegal. He yeah. did not agree to the terms. Sean Watson? He did not agree to the terms that they were trying to get him to. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, well, but, sorry. but that's what Flaherty did, too. Remember, that happened to Jack Flaherty, that they renewed yep. his deal. He didn't agree to whatever the terms and, were. And this is, again, I, I know we, we sort of mentioned this earlier, but this all of this stuff is why one of the big reasons players held out as much as they did during the CBA negotiation. They just want younger players, not just, I mean, they want other things, but in particular want those younger players to get taken care of better. Now, they're going to a little bit better. I don't think they made massive moves in that direction, but at least they got a little movement. Uh, yeah, they did. And again, they, all it's going to do is come out of the middle class players anyway. Right. right? Like budgets are going to go up. I know. They're always, oh, the middle class always gets kicked in the ass. What's up with that? It's because there's everywhere. That's so because there's so many of us. Yes. <laughs> that's all. That's why. I mean, and by the way, if there was more to take from the poor people, they would take that too. This is a very, there was more to <laughs> this is a very Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I know. Moment. We're the middle child. What's yeah. up with that? Always getting smoked. Yeah, she did have a a bad go of it, didn't she? Yeah, Jan. Yeah, or Jan, yeah, Jan. is the one who would always right. complain. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Because yeah. Marsha got everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was the oldest. Yeah, firstborn. Right, and yeah. you know, most talented, most attractive, all those things. Was they, she more talented? Were, I don't know. Was gonna, were any of them? I don't know. I saw some of those musical things they did. They were not good. No. Oh, the old Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah I didn't see those. But perms. The perms were on point. No, that's true for the time. I think Florence Henderson went on a fake date with Greg Brady. No, I think they actually oh, they, didn't. They go on a the real one. Was it a the real date? Was more that they had a, a real relationship. That's awful. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you could uh, listen. It is totally. It hold on. Greg's, it like, is, Greg's right. like Greg's like eighteen years old. Like ah! no, it that is. That was his mom. It is totally okay it's to date TV your mom. TV mom. It is totally okay. There's nothing weird about that. Just, at There's all. nothing illegal or weird really about dating your TV like mother. Someone who has dated their radio mom. I've never had a radio mom. <laughs> Thank God. I don't know who that would be. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like no time? Thank God. Listen, guys, I'm just telling you, it's totally normal to date your TV mom. It is. Find the law against it. Is it a, is it frowned upon by society? Yes. I don't, I don't think so. Yes, it I is. I think it is. All right. Um, we're going to transition. I know we're goofing around here. We're not going to be goofing around too much in the next segment because... The we're gonna get into the we're gonna get into the you guys stop what don't make me stop go ahead, the car go ahead go ahead don't make me turn this car around hey my radio dad's yelling at us <laughs> I didn't All have right. a radio mom but when, I had a radio dad when when we come back uh, I want to get into the Deshaun Watson thing I mean just got a record contract uh, while being accused of sexual assault by twenty two different women. And I don't know what message it sends, but I think it's a lot of them, and they're all bad. We're going to get into that next up here on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, so it's been a big week. I mean, really, it's been a big offseason in the NFL, right? I mean, there's been a lot of movement on the quarterback front. Big names moving left and right. Russell Wilson. Um, obviously, there were rumors about Aaron Rodgers, but that never ended up happening. But it's been crazy, and the quarterback movement has been really unprecedented. And I, I blame the Rams for doing what they did with Matthew Stafford because once that worked, then now everybody's copying it, right? They won the Super Bowl because they went out and traded for a high-profile quarterback, and now everybody's doing the same thing. But this is a little bit more than that. This this Deshaun Watson thing is really fascinating to me. And I don't know what it's telling me, but I don't know if you guys agree. I don't think it's anything good. So Deshaun Watson's obviously a great player. Nobody's disputing that. He's a fantastic player. Everybody understands why any team would want Deshaun Watson under normal circumstances. But he is still under league investigation and still being sued by 22 women for a sexual assault. I mean, for essentially taking advantage of them. They're all massage therapists. And he was all, he he was allegedly, I want to make sure I say that, allegedly trying to or effectively coercing them into sexual acts while they were just trying to do their job. And he's got 22 complaints Mm -hmm. against him. And in that context, all of that still pending. Suspension from the league, potentially still pending. Cleveland goes out and trades a bunch of first round picks. And signs him to a $200 million contract. 230 And it's almost all guaranteed. Yeah, yeah I think, well, the only part that's not going to be guaranteed is if he gets suspended in this first season but by the league. They, they backloaded the contract. They backloaded the contract. They gave him a low contract like in the Like a million dollars in year one. So that he would not lose money on the deal. Unbelievable. Yeah. What does this say to you? I mean, like, Amy, what does that say to you? <laughs> Well, yeah, the NFL, and I've said this a lot, has absolutely no morals. They have no moral compass. And once a year, the players wear pink gloves and pink shoes and pretend that they give a you-know-what about women when they don't. When the NFL says protect the shield, they mean protect the shield, and they will throw everyone else and trample them under that shield. With Deshaun Watson, it confirmed what, man, what I've known (laughs) Everybody knows for like the longest time. And that is if you can throw a ball, you can get away with a lot in life because winning covers a multitude of sins and people in the NFL do not care. They just want to win. In particular with that position, it is the single most important position in American sports, American team sports. 
Because if you have a good quarterback, if you have a world-class quarterback, you're going to win unless you're the Houston Texans and you can't figure out how to win with uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, but that's the reality of it is that it's and, – and I think this happens with a lot of sports. I think there's leeway given – not I think. There is absolutely leeway given to premier players regardless of, of what sport it is. Baseball – Um, basketball, doesn't matter. They're going to give you some leeway. But in particular with that position, all this shows is teams will sell out and they will do whatever they have to do to get it. And especially if you're the Cleveland Browns who've never won and you have a pretty good team already, all you need is that one guy because Baker Mayfield ain't it. You'll do whatever it takes, which is how they got him away from the Saints and the Falcons. They just kept upping their offer and then gave him the great deal that you talked about, Kevin. But what, I mean, so I get this, right? I mean, I, I don't agree with it. I hate it, but I understand all businesses will do whatever it takes to improve the bottom line. And in sports, the bottom line and winning games are, are really tied together because you're guaranteed a certain amount just with the guaranteed TV deals and all yeah. that. If you want to make the real extra, you got to win. You're going to you're going to sell more tickets. You're going to have more fan engagement. You're going to have more merchandise being purchased. I understand the business motivations there. I also am just I, I, how do we handle this as fans? Like how if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, how do you look at this and say this is what I want to represent me? Because as a fan, that organization is representing you. That's why you're a fan. Because you you have you have invested a lot of your life and your free time in that team. How do you allow, how can you root for that guy? Well, I couldn't. Yeah, and I, I would hope that you couldn't. But I think the truth is, and I think NFL owners are banking on mm-hmm. the motivated reasoning of fans. Because guess who loves winning as well? the fans and you will make excuses yep. and justifications for a guy that helps you win. And it's already happening. There are a lot of Cleveland fans who are pretty upset about it. And now they feel like they like, how do I, there's so much dissonance here. What do I do? Because I love this team and now they're a whole lot better because they got this guy, but how do I root for this guy? There are Cleveland fans doing that. I would venture to guess, though, most of them are making excuses for him. They are they are trying to justify, well, uh, there are no criminal charges anymore. He was cleared of all those things. Uh, these women are yeah, probably you know, out for money. O- o- OJ was found not guilty, too. Yeah, but, but, but we kind of know the deal. So what's going to happen here is there are going to be 31 fan bases who know and who mm-hmm. know this guy's a scumbag, but that one fan base will try to compartmentalize it. And they'll do it as best they can. And and for a lot of people, they'll be successful in doing that. A lot of people will be able to successfully forget about all the bad stuff. They'll say the criminal stuff has gone away. Civil stuff is just, that's that's nothing. That's, you know, him, he's going to take care of those women uh, by paying them off. And then, you know, all's right because it's it's been settled now. But there are going to be some people who are going to have a problem. I would personally have a problem with it. And I'm talking from the perspective of a Bears fan who was infuriated finding out later how the Bears did not even bother talking to him when it was draft time. And they went and got some other guy who was much worse. Right? So for a while, I was pretty pissed. Like, you didn't even talk to Deshaun Watson. Now I'm thankful that my team didn't end up with him and we had to be, I would rather just have a bad football team than have that guy on my football team. Well, and again, 
we I do think a lot of fans do the what about ism. Well, this guy did this. Of, of course they do. Let's yeah, just, Ray, Ray Lewis did this and yep. whoever else did that. Yeah. Right. This is 22 women. 22 women with explicit details of this of these experiences and Rusty Harden who is Watson's lawyer is saying, "Well, but there are 18 women who were his massage therapists as well, and they said nothing happened." And Watson acknowledged, at least his lawyer Rusty Harden said he acknowledged that there were sexual encounters, but those were all those were all consensual. But I don't I'm not a professional athlete. Is 40 Massage therapists. It's a lot. It seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. You would also think that if you you had one one. that was good. Yeah. Yeah. When you find someone who's really good and knows you. Here's what I know. Let's just say for the sake of argument, some of these women are lying. All right. There are 22 of them, right? (laughs) Let's say half of them are lying, which is a big number. Half. That still means 11 of them are not. Okay. Let's say 75% of them are are lying. That still means like four or five of them are are not. That is still a lot. If there's one there's that's no, not lying. Exactly. It's a crime. There's there's no way there's nothing to this. There just isn't. I'm I'm not stupid. I don't no nobody in this room is stupid. Well, I am. Well, you play it but off really well. But in a high functioning way. Yeah. 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 You are. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Kind of like an alcoholic but you're I mean, able to do your job and it, go to work. It, and that's kind of the point to me is like okay, it, at what number does it become a joke? Because, I mean, like, there were people forever that would defend Cosby. And after a while, you're like, okay, it's like 30 women. Yes. Like, you you can't, you can defend one or two and be yes, like, oh, maybe exactly. they're, you can't defend 22. This is more likely to get worse. The number is more likely to be higher yes. than lower. The oh, same yes. way with Cosby, that he was doing this stuff from the very beginning. Because there are some women that no matter how many come forward, they'll never feel comfortable and, coming and forward. And I will say, like, it. I understand. I don't blame them either. With I don't, I don't want to, I no. certainly wouldn't want to be part of if it. If something were to happen and you've got, something happens on a team like that and you know that if you say anything, right, you you out the player, the not only will the the entire city, the sports world turns on you, says yes. maybe you're lying, your world becomes a living hell, you get stalked. Most women want it to go away. And they then want it to go away. The attorney for the plaintiff will try to find out every horrible yes. detail about you. And try to smear you yes. and your reputation. Why, so yeah. I fully understand why any woman would not want to. Because you get that argument a lot from people. Well, if he raped you, then why didn't you go to the police? Why didn't I go, what do you mean, why didn't I go to the police? Look at all the things that can happen to me if I come out with it. First of all, and look at how few people are actually convicted of and these right, crimes. To relive because it it's over, so hard to have evidence. Yeah, and you have to relive it over and yes. over and over again and tell your story and to have people tell you that you're lying. No, I I mean I, I that women tell this story at all and come out and I'm amazed voice by these it. allegations. I'm amazed by it. Yeah. I think there's another uh, bigger picture thing here I want to dive into on this too because I, this this we're talking sports and it's obviously you know, it's a team game, but there are other team sports out there too, where we do the same thing. Like there are people doing things just as bad as this and worse, and they're still getting reelected. You know, they're still getting chosen for high office. They're still running for high office. I don't know what the underlying core thing is. Maybe it's just humans are bad, (laughs) but we'll look at it next up on KMOX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen sports open line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yanni Molina. 
with special reports from Cardinals Camp and the D.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. All right, so bigger picture question on all this, because we're talking about, you know, Cleveland Browns fans and how do you reconcile having Deshaun Watson as your quarterback? How do you root for him? Um, you know, we're talking about the, the the business side of all of this. But maybe this, just, I mean, like when we look at all of the things that we've found out in recent years, you know, we saw, you know, what year was it? Was it 2019 or was it before that when the Me Too thing was huge? When it was when, everything when, happened when, before 2020. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's I think what it was I'm 2017. To, I think it was yeah, 2017. Every, everything before 2020 is a blur to me because it's like that just jacked everything up. Yeah. Um, but regardless, ever since that time, all I keep asking myself is like, what the hell is wrong with us as a species? Like, what is wrong with us that we allow this stuff to continue over time, and everybody just either pretends it's not there or actively ignores it? Like it's, I'm not, those are kind of the same, but you see what I mean? Because it's, because you're benefiting from it in some way. And I know it's, it sounds silly to say that, well, my sports team is winning or my favorite actor continues to get to make movies because I get joy out of watching those movies or a musician or, uh, you know, watching my favorite athlete. And I don't want that to go away. And I think that a lot of us are selfish in that way that they, that we will we will totally ignore or have that you know selective memory thing cognitive dissonance yeah with the, or you know and like i said earlier find a way to compartmentalize it because we're getting joy out of it that's why when like the Houston Astros thing happened and i know this it's not even on a horrible level like sexual assault is but that's why there were 29 other fan bases that couldn't wait to pile on the Astros for that. And there was one fan base that was going to bat for them no matter what because that team brought that city joy. The Astros do nothing for me. Just like the Cleveland Browns, they do nothing for me now. So it's easier for me to say that team stinks and screw Deshaun Watson and the Browns for picking him up. And I think I would probably do the same thing if I was a Browns fan because that's the that's a line I I can't I can't cross that. I can't find enjoyment out of liking somebody even if they're helping my team win every week or every day if they've done something awful because I can't get the awful thing out of my mind. Yeah, I think well, one, why does it keep happening? Money, power, sex will always 100%. generate this. Forever, it always yeah. has, it always will. It's the same story, It's but just a different iteration. Money, power, sex, over, over, and over again. Why don't we do more about it? Well, we're talking a bit more about it, but just in our personal lives, how do we move forward? Americans have it, in general, really, really good. We, ha- we, we have it pretty darn good. Yeah. And it's so good that we don't like to be inconvenienced. And we actually almost look at inconveniences as hardships when really they're not hardships. And sometimes you have to have a convoy they're because just, of it. <laughs> yeah, they're just inconveniences. But here's the thing. So we put our foot down so long as the inconvenience isn't too great. That's why it's or easy. Or it isn't to us. Right. right. That's why it's easy for someone maybe to not go to Chick-fil-A. But they're not going to stop watching their football team every Sunday because, by golly, I love the NFL, and I'm going to watch the NFL every Sunday. We pick and choose where we take our stand, I think, on how much does it affect me or inconvenience me. Well, I don't think it's – it's not just exclusive to the United States. Um, 
But yes, people here hate to be inconvenienced because everything is so convenient yeah. for I us. I mean, I would say that's probably but a modern world thing. Like any it modern is. Yeah. Western well, look society at Christian, hates uh, that. Yeah. Look at uh, Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, he had allegations against him. I think it was only one woman, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was one. Um, that's how bad it is. It was only one. I know. Yeah, but, but you know. <laughs> crazy. Fans of. Only one. Because I know of, this. Like, I know, like, if, if, if that one was my kid. Yeah. I'm hurting somebody. Of course. Like physically hurting but people. Them. And, and even if you make that argument to somebody and you say, well, what if this was your daughter? A lot of people still can't put it together. Like they can't, they can't put themselves in that position because they like that athlete so much. But it's also a tough place to go. Like, I don't want to think about that happening sure. you know, to yeah. a family member, my kid, whatever. And, but what's crazy is it's, again, we're, we're talking about the example of Deshaun Watson, but I mean, this stuff happens to people that are uh, political candidates, and people still vote for them, and they still support them, even though they've done terrible things. Motivated reasoning. They go, well, this guy did this. He's terrible, but, but, but I get this. Yeah. Which is, what, I mean, like, if you, as if there's no other choice. Right. Yeah. As if there isn't another person you could support, or another, like, as an example, I love stand-up comedy. Next to sports, it's one of my, I mean, sports, video games, stand-up comedy are like my three favorite things for entertainment. I can't watch Louis C.K. anymore. It bothers me. And I he and was, I loved him. He was my favorite. He's hilarious. My number one all time. I can't yes. watch him. Now, I can watch it's, Chappelle, and I love Chappelle, even if I don't like a bit or I don't like a joke. I can watch Joe Rogan, even if I don't like something he does, because it's a different thing. But when you're doing terrible things to other people... It ruins the whole thing for me. Yeah. It, it ruins it. And and I'm right there with you on Louie because I... And I, I loved can't, him before. I can't see anything he does now. Cosby, without I cannot thinking watch. Of, yes, without thinking about Ugh. that. And it bothers me. And Louie, he was my number one of all time. And I've liked a lot of comedians. I like Chris Rock. I liked I liked George Carlin, too. Oh, my God. I mean, God. I was young. All-timer. But but going back and watching him as an adult, it's it's funny. Um, I used to really like Dennis Miller for a while. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, well, but he was funny. In there, his was, day. there was a really, uh, a lot of the references would go right past you, but he was funny. Louis was my number one. And after he did all of that, and it was to multiple women. Yeah. Just, it's the same it's just, thing. You get to a certain uh, number and you're like, it's got to like, be. Why? Like, why do you have to be this weird, dude? Like, you're, you know, you're a. You're a relatively well, and I don't think all of it was happening when he was at the top of mm-hmm. his game. I think some of it probably started before. Um, but when you got to be at that level, you you don't have to be a weirdo like that, man. You don't have to do that. So why are you doing? Nobody should ever do it. But you really don't need to be that weird. I think it's it's a it's a really difficult conversation to have because you can continue to look back in history when you look at. The rock and roll greats of the 60s and 70s. Oh, my God. And I, I was reading an, an NPR article looking at whether it's Led Zeppelin or you name it. It was so upsetting. And it, it was ruining. Is this the ruining. teenage girl thing? Yes. Almost all of those bands were just known for yes. sleeping with Locking high school girls. 14-year-old yeah. girls But in they the also room. sang about it, though. I know. They would sing songs like, she's only 17, and I don't Winger. care. Winger did it. Ted Nugent well, did it. The Beatles, Ario Speedwagon, yeah, the Rolling Stones. It was such a thing. That yeah. was a weird thing. But again, like when you find out these stories, and if I found out about it in real time, and by the way, it does still impact me. 
Like if mm-hmm. I hear their songs, I'm like, eh. Well, and I do think there's a responsibility now that we know that maybe, as as Ron, you pointed out, maybe one of the more offensive things about Deshaun Watson's contract is that it's structured knowing this guy may get in trouble Probably from these 22 allegations yeah. of sexual harassment or assault. So we're going to structure it so he doesnn't lose money if he's suspended in that first in that year. year. That's so dirty. It's, I mean, it. that's dirty. That's I do an think abrogation it, of duty, of any yeah, moral Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I think it is the most offensive part of that contract. Of the whole, of, of the acquisition, of the contract, of all of it, I think that is the most offensive part. That They gave him like a, I think it was a $1 million salary in year one, knowing that year one might be the year that he's suspended. Yeah. So he doesn't lose out on money. Gross. It's disgusting. Gross. It, Gross is the right word. I hate word. it. Yep. And it's, you know, and, and we'll close on this because I know we need to take a break. Um, I feel like I say that a lot. <laughs> but the, little Steve in I, your head. Yeah, I know. He's like, I know. It's like, go to break, go to break, go to break. Uh, but I got to get that last thought out, or I can't go to break. It's not possible. But like, when in, when it's an individual, it's easier. If it's a stand-up comic, it's easier to just write them off and not watch them. I do get that you love your team and you want to follow your team, and it's hard to say there are bad dudes on my team, yeah. and now I'm not gonna root for my team. I get that. But I, st- but these kinds of things are a little different. And you know the other things that are different, like not just the sexual assault, but also physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Like those are things like n- bye, see ya, no more. I, I mean, I, I can live with a guy. If look, you're going to be involved in drugs. All right, yeah. You, and and I hate DUI probably as or, much as anything because it's such an avoidable thing. But it's also a, f- a thing you can come back from. Or bar fights. Bar fights. Like I yes. mean, it's it's come on, dude. What are you getting fights for? But also maybe somebody did. Try to start something with you because they know who you are. But hitting your kids, hitting yes. your wife. There are certain things you can't. Sexual assault. Yeah. I mean, like that's... double murder. Like you can't get past those things. But we do. Some winning, people do. Ranj, winning, Ranj. Well, winning. Is a bu- winning sins. is better than everything. It is. All right. Let's get back to a little bit of baseball and we get ready for opening day coming up next on KMOX. Hey, we forgot to congratulate Kevin Wheeler. What I do? Do you know why, Amy? Because last week was his birthday. Was it? No, that was my no. birthday last no, week, Jerk. No, that was Ronji's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ronji. Happy birthday, Ronji. <laughs> Too damn late now. No cake I know for why. you. The Miami Hurricanes. Oh, yeah. My are in the, are in the Sweet 16. They're in the Sweet 16. This dude. T- dude. Never Dude. Happens. The Fighting Wheelers. They, they live on. I love it. They were supposed to finish 12th in the conference. Yeah, they were. And they're their sweet 16 so team. So super, wow. super weird team this year. Like, they actually, so they won 25 games. So they weren't like a f- total fluke. Yeah. But they were weird. Like, they would get smoked by 30 points. Like, Alabama beat them by 30. But then they won at Duke in the regular season. Hmm. Like, they were doing this, like, weird up and down thing. And I guess it's the up part now. Because they the, beat Auburn. Hey, there's no better time. They're a strange <laughs> team to play yeah. against, too. Because they're very unconventional. Like, they play four guards, but the guards are like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, in a couple of cases, 6'7", and everybody guards everybody, mm-hmm. and, like, they're really annoying to play against. But they're super erratic offensively, so when they're not hitting their shots, they lose. That was our strategy when I was in the Brentwood Recreational Volleyball League. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell, tell us about that, Amy. <laughs> the Brentwood Recreational. 
recreation. <laughs> we were the, the you, we were the, were the, you were the awkward, weird team to play against. <laughs> yeah, oh, we Lord. were the squirrels. <laughs> 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 and I made the team because I was the right gender. They needed another girl on the team. And anyway, because we weren't that great, we would do it where we just kind of hit the ball as high as we could. All the time. So our goal was just it was a war of attrition. We just kept the ball in the air and the teams would get so Isn't that mad. Point that is volleyball? exactly like the Miami the Hurricanes Sweet 16 team. Yes, very much so. Same exact thing. Thank, thank you for Zero the congratulations. I don't know like I don't really know how to handle it either because you guys like when I was in when I was in college, the basketball team was so bad. Yeah. So those were our first years in the Big East. Like their first year in the Big East was like my sophomore year. And they didn't win a conference game for two years. Like, that's how bad they were. They lost every game. And oh, I, wow. I was at their first ever conference win. I think it was UConn. And it was when Ray Allen was there. And they pulled mm. off this ridiculous wow. upset. And the, on the positive side, I got to go to games with 300 of my closest friends at Miami Arena. Because that's all that would go there. You had like three, 400 people at, a, at an NBA-sized stadium for wow. these games. And I got to see them play Allen Iverson, Ray Allen, all these really great Big East players from the time. I heckled I I heckled Allen Iverson nonstop. Oh, that, yeah, always pick the really bad player. You always That's pick the best the good thing one. to do. Oh, what yeah. do you think my heckle was? What? What do you think? How do you think I would have approached that? Uh, did he ever have a DUI? No, no, no I, I don't did, know. I never go personal. You didn't do it with the, with the car I keys thing. I never go personal. Oh. Never about off the field or off the court. Did he have a bad hairdo? He was short. No, not. I'm gonna pick on a short person. <laughs> that makes it funny. <laughs> You're allowed to. <laughs> I am. I do have permission to do that. Yeah. No, it's just always because he never stopped shooting, and I just kept yelling at him. Are you ever gonna shoot? Well, not when I keep making every time. Yeah, down he the keeps floor. making them, Kevin. Well, hey. wait. Did he had to have heard you if there he were three hundred people? Did. He gave me a couple stairs, and then he made shots, and I'm like, mm. you got to be quiet. Yeah, then I had to be quiet. You know, the so here's how I deal with something that you're going through right now. Um, my college team, the last time this is a true story, this is Illinois State. Yeah, Illinois State. The last time they were in the tournament, I turned 21 the night before their game. <laughs> their last ever tournament game. I turned 21 the night before. So two years ago. So, yeah, it's only been like four or five years. <laughs> but still, it's been a long time. It'll be 20. If they miss next year, it'll be 25 years. Wow. It, 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 and it's so disturbing when there's been so much uh, conference success. You know, you've had yeah. Loyola who just left the conference, so I don't care about them anymore. Um, but Creighton, well, I don't care about them anymore. Um, but Northern Iowa, a lot of success. Really good tournament runs. Wichita State, I don't care about them anymore. They left the conference. But there are good teams. And I'm I'm Bradley, you know, go to the tournament all the time. My team just doesn't go. It bothers mm. me. Yeah. I'm with you. I know what it's like. I'm a Detroit One of these... Lions fan. I know what terrible oh, pain is. Oh, I don't feel bad for you. That's what pain is. You think that whole like since you were twenty one? Hey. The Lions haven't won anything since my dad was eight. But you got Matt Stafford for <laughs> my a dad's while. Seventy four. And you had Megatron? You had Barry. You had some of the oh, we, really we had, great we, position players. We had players. some of the best individual players on terrible teams Barry that you'd ever Sanders. have. This is Ooh. totally, she has a great personality. Yeah. That's yeah. what you just yeah. did. That's that's pretty rude, Chris. I'm very sorry. Uh, Thanks go, for calling him on Canes. that, Amy. Appreciate yeah. it. You guys, uh, what are you doing? You guys going to leave? Well, I'm going home now. Oh, yeah. nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a good night. Good to see you again. Bye, we'll Kevin. Do it again Bye, soon. Bye, Kevin. Chris Raji, Amy Marks, of course. Kevin Wheeler hanging out with you on Sports Open Line. Hang tight. My good friend Greg Damon is coming up with At Your Service here on KMOX.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.